Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Welcome once again to Simply Financial. Great to have you along with us today. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray of Inside Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area. Kevin, what's going on this week? How are you, sir? You know, we're getting ready for Halloween. The leaves are falling here. You know, we have it in our local town here. We have the uh, St. Michael's you know, school over here. So we're getting ready for 130 kids to come to our door and give them some candy. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, that, that's a lot of people to hand out candy to. That makes for a great evening. You know, you know, it seems pretty much the same every year because it seems like about 130. They let us know ahead of time how many kids be coming through. And it's pretty cool. So it's nice when you can kind of get the heads up, so you know how much you don't want to run out of candy and start having to hand out, you know, toothbrushes and that kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like our neighbor staplers, <laughs> or what was that grumpy old man? Here's a stapler because he ran out that's of right. uh, candy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Too funny. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking before the show started about how uh, you know our homes, however, aren't really in. Halloween friendly areas, you know, kind of living off the beaten path and away from town, you kind of start to miss having those kids come around and knocking on the door and the festivities of seeing everybody walking around the neighborhood and that kind of thing. Yeah, it kind of brings you back, doesn't it? It does. But yeah, yeah. where I where I live, well, like you said, we were talking about it earlier, we haven't had any kids in forever because we're not in town. But when I did live in the city of Pinconning, you know, I had to buy bags and bags and bags of candy because everybody likes to go in the cities. The houses are close and it's just totally different. I'm not a big fan of the scary side of Halloween. I think I just sort of like outgrew that at some point, and I just I don't really enjoy watching scary movies anymore. I like you know maybe some paranormal type stuff. Maybe I could get into, but like the real life scary like slasher movies and those kinds of things. I'm just yeah. you know what? So much of everyday life is filled with these stories now. You don't need it made up and to scare you a couple times a year. You know, no. it's like everyday scary. <laughs> So you're, you're, yeah, you're more of those. What are these ghosts, adventures, or whatever it's called on TV? I, yeah, maybe, maybe yeah. not. Like yeah. really into that. I, I yeah. guess I really got a kick out of um, the Blair Witch Project. Oh, I never watched that. That one was, you know, what was that back in the is that late '90s when that came out? Maybe something like that. Yeah. Paranormal Activity was slightly more recent, maybe back in the mm-hmm. 2000s, 2005. It was on TV the other night, actually. But anyway, I, you know, those are cool, you know, like build up the suspense and have a little jumpy moment here and there. Those are good. But uh, here's, this, here's this, an the stalking and gore and that kind of stuff. I just I, I just grew out of that. <laughs> here's an inside thing on my on my dad here. Now, I know he, he hates to watch those shows because they'll have nightmares for two nights in a row. Yep, yep. <laughs> Big, tough dad, you know, growing up and like, really? You know, and we'd watch him as kids, and he's like, oh, I dreamt, the, was it, The Walking Dead or whatever it was? Uh-huh. I dreamt all night long, and it kept coming after me. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. You start chuckling, like, as, yeah. as the kid, you're like, what? That didn't scare yeah, me. How did it scare, scare you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's too funny. Well, hopefully we don't talk about any information on today's show that is super scary. Uh, I think it will actually be informative and helpful. We've got a lot of good things coming up today, answering some of your questions, hopefully, near the end of the show. We're going to talk about some statements that people make that they live to regret. And we're going to talk about those statements, and hopefully you haven't uttered this before. We'll dive into that conversation, and we're going to talk about some life insurance mistakes all on the way today. But first, it's time to see what's happening in the news. And for that, we check in with a story from uh, McDonald's. They are testing a plant-based burger in 28 restaurants right now, Kevin. 
Are you ready to buy shares of, I think the brand they're calling it is Beyond Meat? <laughs> I don't think I'm ready for that yet. You know, if I want a burger, I want a burger, right? I don't right, know. Right. It may taste good. You know, I don't know. I'm, I'm more health conscious now what I eat, but I don't think I'm ready for it. How about you? Yeah, I've never been one of the, uh, you know, fake beef purchasers or different fake, you know, let's take tofu and disguise it as meat. You know, if it's going to just be tofu, just let it be tofu. We don't need to disguise it and pretend it to be something else. There was a great Jim Gaffigan skit where he talked about why is it that the that vegetables are always trying to, you know, portray themselves as meat. You never see it the other way around as like a hamburger dressing up. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> He's a funny guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. got good stuff like that, taking everyday yeah. things and making them humorous. Actually, uh, my dad was uh, traveling up to see family a couple of weeks ago, and they were in a, uh, in a Wegmans. This is out in uh, Pennsylvania, New Jersey area. I don't know exactly where they were when they went to go get the stuff, but apparently Wegmans sells the exclusive this similar thing beyond meat. Now this was, I guess, Burger King maybe, or maybe yeah. has struck a deal with a similar company to yep. be the exclusive provider of their version of this beyond meat or whatever. And Wegman still sells it. And so he went and they bought a pound and took it home and they made a bunch of sliders for the whole family and tried it out. They said, you would not have known that it wasn't beef. They said it was actually, and he's very much in your camp. Like if I gave him a piece of tofu, he wouldn't eat it. But he tried this, and he was like, I had no idea it wasn't meat. You would have thought it was perfect. So, really? Yeah, it's a little bit. Well, maybe I have to give it a whirl. You it's a little know, bit right? weird, but yeah, uh, yeah. but having him endorse it was quite interesting because he's definitely you know, very much in that camp of doesn't like to try new things, keep the old style the way it's supposed to be, that whole thing. So. And keep the tradition going, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. So you're not ready to buy stock in the uh, Beyond Meat yet, though? I, I am not. You know, I used to tell people when I was heavier, I'm just saving up for a good uh, health scare so I can, you know, outlive it, which I did. <laughs> oh, and uh, But I think if I want meat, I want meat. So, but you never know. If, you know, things change. So I, I Well, it's pretty it funny because didn't Taco Bell just a couple of years ago get absolutely roasted for the fact that they're – beef didn't really contain any beef and now the other companies are doing it and it's celebrated i was like oh good now nah, yeah you're not gonna have beef either yeah kind of so funny you, you never know what you're eating right that's right what yeah. is a criminal offense one day ends up being celebrated the next day i think we've seen that happen in a lot of different things in life over the last couple of years for sure oh yes yes time goes by things change always you got that right absolutely yeah. well you know it's always bad when you know speaking of health scares and eating beef you know maybe this is a, a, a good i don't know it's kind of an awful segue maybe to go from talking about beef and the health side of that conversation into talking about life insurance and life and death, but uh, we'll make the segue nonetheless. You know, it's always uh, bad when somebody dies unexpectedly without life insurance and yes. leaves the family in a difficult financial position, Kevin. You hear the stories all the time, unfortunately. Uh, but it might be even worse when somebody has life insurance, but it doesn't pay out because they made a critical mistake. And we're going to talk about some of those critical mistakes that people make. So you've been you've been a good saver, you've been diligent, you've been a good uh, you know family person by you know buying life insurance for your family. But are you making one of these mistakes? We're going to cover them on today's show. Mistake number one: failure to make a premium payment or letting your policy lapse. It can happen quickly. It can happen without you even knowing it sometimes, and it has big consequences. It does. You know, I hear this occasionally from people that I talk to, you know, they have a bunch of bills come in for whatever reason, it gets put off and to the side and then they forget about it. So life happens along the way. But imagine this, if you paid, you know, your life insurance premium for 20 years or 30 years or 10 years or whatever it is, and then you forgot that the bill came 
And depending on what type of life insurance that you have, you could be leaving your beneficiary with nothing because you didn't, you simply forgot about the bill and you didn't pay it or you didn't pay it altogether. But what most people don't realize is not all life insurance is the same. Let me give you an example. If you're to have a term policy, you're usually going to get some sort of grace period. So usually you have 30 days to make the payment. So if you miss the payment, the company lets you know and they'll send out another notice saying, hey, you got 30 days to keep this life insurance in force. Or if you have universal life policy, that's a different policy altogether, you may have enough cash in there to pay your premium. So what they would do in that instance is take the cash from your cash value and pay your premium on that. And depending on what type of life insurance, there are many other options out there. So one would be, you know, it's what's called a paid up policy. And it works like this. You contact your, your life insurance company. And the question is, the amount of cash value that I have accumulated in my policy, how much life insurance can I buy and quit making payments? So if you're in that camp where you know you have a hard time making payments or you're just tired of making payments, that may be an option so you don't let your policy lapse. It's called a reduced paid up policy. With whole life, universal life, variable life, and even second to die policies, you have many options. So if you're at the point where you don't want to make premium payments, or maybe you know, at a certain time of the year, a lot of bills come in and for whatever reason it gets misplaced, there may be an option with your current life insurance policy. So just don't take it for granted. Don't let that policy lapse without at least looking into it and seeing what your options are. Big mistake there, even though it's very easy to make if you're not careful. So make sure those payments get made. Another one is failing to tell loved ones about your life insurance policy. You kind of want to keep some financial matters private, but it kind of needs to also be known that the policy exists in the first place. Imagine you never told your beneficiaries about your life insurance policy. You die, unfortunately, and then your beneficiaries don't know that you have life insurance in place. Guess what? They're going to get nothing. And the reason is because they didn't know they were beneficiaries. They didn't know to contact their life insurance policy. That doesn't mean that the insurer won't pay out because eventually they're going to figure out that you're gone. It just makes it more difficult. It may end up in the unclaimed property department of your state. And if you haven't looked at that, sometimes, you know, we'll get people to come in, we'll go through there. And there are things like that that have been set aside into the unclaimed property because nobody come forth. It can go on notice for years. In other cases, people are just expecting to get some life insurance proceeds only to find out after the death of the person who is insured, they're not entitled to anything. And the reason is because the owner didn't tell that person they weren't a beneficiary. They were expecting to be the beneficiary, but they weren't. It's almost always best for everyone to know what they're getting or they're not getting in this particular instance before the time arrives, because we're all headed in that direction. We're all going to the great beyond. So this is one of the most overlooked items when it comes to planning life insurance. And think of it this way, Walter, when you walk out on life, you are no longer able to take care of your family. Life insurance walks in on your family's lives and helps them maintain that same standard of living. And it may be the difference between having a seller house or staying where they're at and disrupting your whole family altogether. So life insurance, in my estimation, is one of the most overlooked places when you sit down and you start doing the planning. So keep that in the back of your mind. Not a lot of people regret buying life insurance, that's for sure. Not naming a contingent beneficiary is another common life insurance mistake. I think we all know what a beneficiary is and kind of how that works, Kevin, but what about a contingent beneficiary? Yeah, 
Yeah, that's a good question because when I say contingent, a lot of people don't know what I'm talking about. So when you name a beneficiary on your life insurance policy, you have what is called a primary beneficiary, and that's the person that if something happens to you, it goes to that person or persons. And then you have what's called the contingent beneficiary. And the contingent beneficiary says, if my primary beneficiary predeceased me, then that contingent or the second or the third or the fourth, there can be many, those are the people that are in line to receive that life insurance proceeds. So let's look at it differently. You name, you have a life insurance policy and you name your spouse on, let's say, for example, as a primary beneficiary, your spouse passes away. You had no contingent beneficiary on there. So what happens when you're gone? Well, that will be part of your state and it'll end up going through probate. That's why it's very important because many people have life insurance policies for many years to update your beneficiaries on your life insurance policies. Because guess what? If you took that out 20 years ago, lots of things have changed. Probably your kids are married. Now you have grandkids. Maybe you're not married. Maybe this is your second marriage. So make sure you check those beneficiaries and update them regularly. So important to do all those things. And last but not least, one other example of a common life insurance mistake that we should cover is to be careful of your hobbies and extracurricular activities. Nobody wants to really hear that, Kevin. What, what are we, why is that important? Well, because there's every life insurance application. When you go to apply for a life insurance, of course, you have to be healthy because they're not going to give it to you if you're not healthy. But among them, there's some other questions that the life insurance company are going to ask. They're going to ask, do you skydive? Do you race cars? Are you a pilot? You know, they want to know these things. And why do they ask the questions? Well, from their standpoint, it's going to be more risky to insure you than versus a person who doesn't do those things. So if you answer no to those questions and the cause of your death is related to those questions and you answered no, guess what? The insurer may not pay out the death benefit. Why would someone answer no? Well, there's a couple of reasons. The insurance company, well, they may not insure you. So if you're just a brand new pilot, you know, they're going to have some issues with that. You don't have enough hours underneath your belt. You skydive, guess what? Your chances of premature death are, are higher than a person who doesn't for in that case. So, and the other reason is in most cases, if you do say yes to those, you're a race car driver, you skydive, you do, you're a pilot, you're going to pay a higher premium than someone who doesn't do that just from the risk standpoint. And another question that they're going to ask is, do you smoke now? which if you quit, let's say three years ago, they're going to say, have you ever smoked? So it's in your best interest to answer the questions truthfully. That way something is related to that question that you may be answered yes to, then there's going to be no issues going down the road. Life insurance, like I said, is a huge overlooked piece of investment planning or planning altogether. If you walk out on life, life insurance walks in on life. So at our office, that's part of our planning, what we do each and every week. And if you're looking to sit down with somebody, you're getting close to retirement, you're in retirement, and you have a life insurance policy, you have a 401k, you have something of that nature that you really, you have all these pieces sitting out there and you haven't really collectively put them all together in one plan, now's your time. It's as easy as one, two, three. First of all, all you have to do is pick up the phone, you have to give us a call. Second of all, you have to talk to the marvelous MJ. She will get you on the calendar. She will email you directions to the office. She will tell you what to bring. And third, and that's a simple thought, just come into the office. I'll sit down and I will personally sit down with you and put together that plan. We'll put all these pieces together for you. So if you feel like you're getting lost in the system with the big companies, come down to the small town and where small town feeling when you come in, most people enjoy that. So give us a call. 
the number to call to get in touch with Kevin Ray and talk a little bit about your situation and get that complimentary financial review as well. 888-885-PLAN is the number to call to set up that time to visit. 888-885-7526. Kevin serves you throughout the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. It's easy to come in and say hello and have a conversation. 888-885-PLAN is the number. That's 888-885-7526. Kevin has more than 28 years of experience helping people navigate to and all the way through retirement. In fact, he's the co-author of the book by a similar name, Navigating Through Retirement. And you can give a call to 888-885-PLAN to set up time for a conversation about your financial plan. 888-885-7526. Stay tuned. More coming up on today's edition of Simply Financial. For all the latest news and information you need to retire successfully, visit InsightFolios.com. That's InsightFolios.com. You're tuned in to Simply Financial, Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. Find us online at insightfolios.com. Click on the listen button to ask questions or listen to past episodes. That's insightfolios.com. You can also look for the Simplicity Express button in the upper right-hand corner of the page and get your own express financial plan. With just a few clicks of a button, you can find out more about your financial preparedness for retirement. Just look for the Simplicity Express button on insightfolios.com. Kevin, I want to talk on today's show a little bit about some of the statements we make that we'd live to regret. You know, an engineer who helped build the Titanic said, even God himself could not sink this ship. And we're assuming he indeed regretted that statement at some point down the road. And so I want to talk about some financial statements that are in a similar vein that people make and then comes back to bite them later on. Can you uh, imagine saying that statement? Oh, man. Mm. Well, let's talk, talk about uh, jinxing yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tempting fate. Tempting the good Lord, yes. There's, don't do there's, that. A, there's a lot of things we could yes. uh, say about that. Yeah. Uh, none of these maybe are as egregious as that one, but certainly there are statements that people have said before that I'm sure that you've had experience. People coming into your office, they come in regretting their statement. We've heard it before, uh, many times, in fact, since 2008, something along these lines. You know, I told myself a few years ago that I'd just get out of the market if I ever recovered what I lost in 2008. But now I think I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. People are feeling good again and forgetting the lessons that we learned back then. Well, it, you know, emotions, right? We talk about it every week. You know, things go bad, your emotion trigger takes over. Things go good, your emotion trigger takes over. So let's look at investing as a whole. So remember, when you're investing in the market, this is long term. And people tend to forget that, you know, market goes up, market goes down. It's going to happen, you know, throughout the rest of your life. So let's look at back at January 1st, 2009. I know these numbers because we just went through this with somebody the other day. The S&P was at 865 and today it's over 2,900. So if you'd have been on the market since 2008, you'd have missed that gain. Let's look at another indicator. The Dow Jones, January 1st, 2009 was 8885. Today, it is over 26,000. So had you relied on that, and that's a, that is a statement you regret, right? I'm going to get out as soon as I break even or whatever it is. You miss all that growth. And why? Because your emotions tend to take over. And we all know emotional decisions usually aren't working out in your best interest. 
I know why somebody gets scared of another market crash. It's because they're afraid once they retire and they need money, they're going to run out of money because the market crash is going to greatly reduce the amount of money that they save. Wall Street has taught us this, and we say this over and over and over every week, Walter, that only growth counts. you got to concentrate on growth no matter what. When in fact, income should be the number one thing that really counts, especially when you're retired. You need income. How do you do that? Well, your investment should be producing some sort of income, whether the market goes up or the market goes down. It has to produce income. And not only that, you need a plan so that you understand. So the investment dollars that you saved over your entire life, you need to know how those dollars are going to produce the income so you don't run out of money. That way, when the market does go down, you're not going to panic. You're going to have your income needs solved for. The motions are going to be on the outside a little bit more versus on the inside and keep you going straight. So don't let those statements bite you in the butt like uh, that would have done had you done it in 2008, 2009. Yeah, you're exactly right there, Kevin. And uh, we need to learn those lessons, but also not let emotions rule the day. Well right. said. I think another statement you might live to regret saying would be, you know, I like the security of keeping my money in cash because I know at least I won't lose it. Kind of the other extreme of example number one. Yeah, and we see people like that quite a bit also. But here's the secret, Walter. Guess what? You are losing money. And there's two ways you're losing money. So if you keep your money in cash because the 2008s happened, well, there's actually three ways. Number one, you missed out on all that growth. Number two is inflation. You're not keeping up with buying power. If you just keep your money in cash, it's earning one-tenth of one percent. You're lucky enough just to keep up with the cost of goods. Second, there are investments out there that have safety with them that pay you more interest. So if you're sticking your head in the sand and you say, the bank, I want to go down to the bank and get my money at any time I want, but you're earning nothing, you should rethink that way that you're doing your investments. Today, you could get over 3%, for example, in an annuity. So Let's take an example. You have $100,000 sitting on the side, sitting in the bank earning nothing, or you have it in something, a government bond, an annuity, or something that pays 3%. That's $3,000 a year of interest. So you have lost money, haven't you, in that case? You've lost $3,000. And in five years, that's $15,000. And in 10 years, that's $30,000. So again, don't let fear, fear is the key here. Don't let fear keep you from losing money that you're going to need down the road. Don't sit on the sidelines and let time and let inflation and all those things go by where somewhere down the road, you're going to be regarding those decisions by keeping it in cash and not putting it to work for you. Yeah, it's another good one, Kevin, and we should be careful of both sides of the equation, both sides of the uh, end of the spectrums there, of being too much in the market, being completely out of the market. It has a place in your financial plan, most likely, but it so much depends on your entire financial situation, and that's really the lessons to learn here. Nobody in my family has lived past 75, Kevin. This might be somebody, a statement you've heard before. So I'm not really planning to live a long time either kind of using that you know previous generation's life expectancy to try and plan yep. out my own retirement. I, you said I might have heard this, Walter. I hear this all the time. And for that reason, I have a, uh, in my office, on my desk, I have a newspaper clipping, and the headline says this, Claude Ray, at age 86, tells the secret of a happy life. And Claude Ray, guess who? That was my great-grandfather. And the article was written, take a guess, Walter, what year? Oh, uh, 1990, I don't know. 1967. Oh, 67, all right. Yeah, so he was 86 years old in 1967. He was, and they wrote an article about him, what's the secret of a happy life? Why do I tell you this? 
because my own family member said they weren't going to do it and i hear it from people who come in my office every day because there is a really good chance guess what you're going to live to age 90 or even older there have been a lot of medical advances since 1967 when they wrote that article on my grandfather so can you imagine planning for income until you're age 75 and then guess what you live to 90 you're going to run out of money there's no two ways about it this is why every week I say to you, you need an income plan that includes inflation so you can keep up the cost of, of the goods, showing you live to at least age 90, maybe 95. And this is what our simplicity plan does. Think of it this way. Wouldn't you rather have more income than not enough? And so how do you do it? You start the planning process. You sit down with your advisor. You start all of this planning process so you know how your income is going to produce and you have a good idea going into retirement so it gives you the confidence so don't think you're only going to live to 75 because chances are you're going to live longer yeah it's another great point kevin life expectancy one of those big unknowns in retirement and so it is. we've got to make plans that can deal with uh, that variable it's big and important for sure a lot of people also really like to stick their heads in the sand when it comes to things like a nursing home they say, I'm not going to ever go to the nursing home. I'd rather just be put out of my misery than have to end up there. But the reality is so many of us are going to end up in needing that kind of care. Well, we are because why? We're living longer. Even our grandparents, you know, we all know several people have been in a nursing home. So in theory, that only works. You know, somebody's going to put me out of my misery because guess what? I can't tell you how many times I've heard that over the years. Who's going to put you out of your misery? Right. You know, what, what if, God forbid, you have a massive stroke and now you can't move? We've had, you know, we all know people who've had strokes or they're unable to even, you know, walk without assistance or maybe just wheelchair bound. I know of, of a person whose exact thing happened to. He said that if his health deteriorated, he's going to walk out in the woods and let nature take its course. Well, guess what? One morning he woke up, went into his kitchen and had a massive stroke. He ended up in a nursing home and had to spend down all of his assets. And not only that, he was in there for quite a few years. This is an option that you can deal with, and it's called planning. You can buy a policy for just a circumstance. Think about this, Walter. People insure their house. They insure their barns. They insure their pole barn. They even insure their iPhone. But they don't take the time to look at what it costs to insure what's taken them an entire lifetime to accumulate. So don't go down that road. At least look into it. At least look into a policy that will, guess what? It will pay to take care of you at home because nobody wants to go to the nursing home. If you can't stay at home, it'll pay for you to go to assisted living facility. Nobody wants to go to the nursing home. And last but least, if you do have to go to the nursing home, the money's there and it should help pay the expenses or it will help pay the expenses so your spouse is not in that anguish also. So don't procrastinate. Put some kind of plan in place and start looking at it because in reality, this is the one thing that can really knock out what you've taken your entire lifetime to save. So don't put your head in the sand. Don't procrastinate. Start looking at ideas on how to protect what you've accumulated. Kevin, these kinds of things that we're talking about today really are representative of some of the basics when it comes to retirement and financial planning. And I know it's just a, a little bit of what you talk about in your Retirement Rescue Toolkit and in your book, Navigating Through Retirement. Tell us a little bit about the toolkit and how people can get it on today's show. 
Yeah, if you text us and Walter give you the information, in the kit, it's going to be a physical white box. We walk it over to the post office, usually on Mondays. And we're going to put a couple of books in there. One book is going to go over our simplicity process, how to plan for retirement, how to know that one specific number that you need to know in order to go into retirement with confidence. The other one's going to be about taxes. How, what ideas could you use today, not 10 years from now, today, to help you save on taxes and going forward and maybe help you accumulate a little bit more money because what you keep is what counts not how much you make it's what you keep and then also we're going to put a white papers in there and also we're going to put a link to our shortened version of our college classes where paul and i and charlie I'll do a little bit of segments in there and you can learn. So if you're looking to get your toe in the water, you're looking for something to see what Kevin Ray is all about, this is your chance. Just text the word KIT to the number 33222 and the marvelous MJ will get it out to you on Monday. Again, if you want this physical box, we call it the Retirement Rescue Toolkit, rescuing your retirement from uncertainty, from taxes, from poor planning. You can certainly get this. It's a great starter kit for anybody kind of walking down that retirement planning road for the first time. All you have to do is text the word KIT, K-I-T, to the number 33222. And if you got the kit maybe a long time ago, Kevin's always rotating in new materials into the toolkit. So if it's been a year or two since you've gotten the toolkit and maybe life got busy and you hadn't gotten around to planning yet and you'd like to kind of start that process over, you can get the kit again if you'd like. Just text the word KIT, K-I-T, to the number 33222. And Kevin and Marvelous MJ will get that kit out to you on Monday morning. All you have to do is text the word KIT, K-I-T, to the number 33222. We'll text you right back and just follow the instructions from there. Only takes a few seconds. We've been talking with Kevin Ray of Insight Folio, serving you throughout the Tri-City area on today's show. The show name, by the way, in case you've just joined us, is called Simply Financial. About some of the statements you'll live to regret if you utter these things without a plan in place. And another great example here, I think, Kevin, and in, in kind of to wrap up this conversation a little bit would be, you know, I can always go back to work if I really have to. That seems to be a lot of people's fail safe, right? Like, oh, I'll retire when I want to retire. And if I have to go back to work, well, that'll just be plan B. Not a great well, plan B. Not a great plan B, because guess what? Maybe you can, maybe you can't, right? So what if your health prevents you from going back to work? What if you're just like the last person we talked about where you had a stroke and you can't? And now they most opportune time in your life that you really need help and you thought you could go back to work and now you can't so what if you have arthritis what if you have a bad back and you can't be on your feet for very long what if your hearing deteriorates this is my cousin i'm talking about here. His hearing deteriorated to the point where it was dangerous for him to be in the job so he had to retire early he just couldn't go back to work he had to retire early these are the things that i've seen happen to people over my course of my 28 years all of these things come into play Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't go back to work. So start the planning process today to include all those scenarios that we've talked about. What if you can't go back to work? What is your plan B? You need the plan B put in place. We talk about these issues week in, week out. You know, life insurance problems, nursing home problems. You know, what if I live to 90, You know, I'd like to keep my money into the bank. Well, how do you put all of those pieces together into one plan? Well, it's simple. It's called our simplicity process. That's where we put everything in one plan. It's an easy to understand plan. You can look at every single year to see if you're on track. If you're in retirement, close to retirement, there's something you're looking to do, something you want in your hands, a physical plan that you can actually look at and keep track every year, it's as easy as one, two, three. Give our office a call. Talk to the Marvelous MJ. 
Come on in for an appointment, and I will personally sit down with you, and we'll put that plan together for you. So if that's you, if you're at that point, don't procrastinate. Don't put it off. Come to the hometown of Pinconning here, and we'll show you Valley's Meat Market. We'll show you Frank's. We'll show you you know, CJ's. We'll show you all the good things we get up here in Pinconning to give you that small-town feeling that most people walk away with and think it's really, really nice. So give us a call. Don't procrastinate. All you have to do is pick up the phone and dial now, 888-885-PLAN is the number. That's 888-885-7526. That's your show number, the number to get in touch with Kevin Ray and the team. We're not going to put you on the air. In fact, if you get the voicemail, because a lot of people call each week, no big deal, leave a quick message and the team will get back in touch with you. It'll be the marvelous MJ touching base, setting you up with a time to come in and meet with Kevin and go over your financial plan. It starts with a simple conversation and goes from there. While you're thinking about it today, don't procrastinate anymore on your financial plan. Pick up the phone and give Kevin a call, 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. He has an office in Pinconning, of course, another in Saginaw if it's more convenient for you. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526 to get your own complimentary financial review with Kevin Ray. More coming up on today's show. You're tuned in to Simply Financial. It's getting to know you time. Time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on today's show. Kevin, I know you're not a big movie guy, but I'm sure you've seen at least a handful throughout your lifetime. What would you say is a top three movie in your book? You don't have to name all three, but like, what would be one that definitely makes your top three list? Oh, Lonesome Dove. That's an easy one, Walter. Lonesome um, it was a mini- Dove? Yeah, it was a miniseries. It wasn't really a movie, but it was Robert See, Duv- you can't even answer the question properly with <laughs> yeah, an actual movie. You pick a yeah. miniseries. That's been, it's been on uh, TV, yeah. We'll, but, we'll, uh, we'll let it count. We'll let it count. Right. But have you seen it? No, I've never heard of it. What is Lonesome Dove? Oh, it's a Western, and it's a oh, Robert okay. Duvall, Tommy Lee Jones, Danny Lee Glover, Diane uh, Lane, okay. you know, Robert Urich, and it's just it's one of those that... I was working when it came out, I think in the 90s, and I was going to miss work because it was the last episode, and I couldn't find nobody to tape it for me back then on VHS or whatever it was. So finally, the boss says, you can't miss it because we're doing inventory. You have to come into work, and it's right after I got out of school. And uh, so he ended up taping it for me so I could watch it. I really, I probably watched it a dozen times now because it's eight hours long. So you have to have time to sit down and go through it. Lonesome Dove. How about I, yours? I, I really didn't get that many uh, westerns for whatever reason growing up. I never was. I never really got into any westerns, so I, I must have missed that one for sure. I don't know. Top three movie. Uh, I got to go with the classic, like a Forrest Gump would definitely be up there. That's the easy one to pick today. It'd be really yeah. hard for me to narrow it down to three. Oh, I can give you a couple more. Uh, River Runs Through It, of course, right? Fly fishing. Yeah, I figured that one would be up on your list. And then Secondhand Lions. I'm a big Rabbit Duvall fan. Secondhand Lions is a clean, classy, you know, Rabbit Duvall and Michael Caine. Now, why does that sound so familiar? Secondhand Lions. Haley Joel, what's his, you know, the I see. Haley Joel Osment. Mm -hmm. Osment, yeah, yeah. You know, where they're rich, old, eccentric men, and he tells a story about how he fought, you know, when he was a kid, and it's a great adventure story, so. I think maybe I, I've heard of that, but I don't know if I have actually... Watched it? Watched it, yeah. Oh, you gotta take time. It's a great movie. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch it. It's one of these the whole family, okay. yeah, one of these the whole family can watch, so. Okay, very cool. I will be sure to check that one out for sure. Uh, there you go, Secondhand Lions will add to the list, and uh, Lonesome Dove favorite 
quote unquote movie of Kevin Durant. Yes. <laughs> that's not actually a movie, but that's okay. You know, I, you got to take it easy, man. I haven't given any math questions lately. <laughs> it's true. You have you haven't taken it easy on me lately. So I'm just preparing for when that turns that 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 time I, turns. You know. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Stay with us. More coming up on today's show. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. After a while, all that financial noise seems to run together. In 1930, the Republican-controlled House of Representatives, in an effort to alleviate the effects of the anyone, anyone, the Great Depression, passed the anyone, anyone. It's time for a fresh perspective. Keep listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Getting ready to wrap up things today on Simply Financial. Walter Storholt here alongside your local financial coach, Kevin Ray of Insight Folios, serving you in the Tri-City area. And it's time for the mailbag where we answer some of your questions on the show. We've got time for at least one here, Kevin, and it comes to us from Jack in Pinconning. If you want to submit a question, by the way, go to insightfolios.com. Jack says, my pension doesn't provide an inflation raise each year. So I'll still be getting the same amount at age 85 that I'll have at 65. Should I even bother taking the spousal continuation option for my wife to keep getting the monthly payment if she outlives me? Lots of unpacking that question. What do you think? Yeah, Jack, I hope your wife's not listening right now because she's probably taking it a little differently than what you're meaning <laughs> by it, right? <laughs> Is it worth supporting my <laughs> yeah, wife? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so even I caught on to that, so that's pretty good. But what Jack is talking about here, he's talking about taking a life-only pension option. And here's what that means. Everybody, when they have a pension, they have a couple of choices. They can keep their spouse on or they can take this life-only pension. So meaning that if Jack takes the life-only option and lives for six months and then he dies, guess what? So does his pension. No more check. It's gone. So what happens to your wife, Jack, if you die at, let's say, age 69? Will your wife be able to still live like you do now? Is it going to impact her financially? Is she going to suffer financially? If you don't put her on in the pension to continue the monthly income, this could really put her in a bind. She could, you know, financially, it could up, you know, root her whole entire life from that point forward, not including dealing with your gone. So you should look at what's called a pension maximization if you take the life only option. This is how it works. You're going to purchase a life insurance policy. And that life insurance policy, if you die prematurely, is then going to become your wife's pension. Why? Because if you die early, guess what? Your wife is still going to need income. The life insurance is going to be a tax-free benefit, and she could use the proceeds to supplement her income to make up for the lost pension if you take the life-only pension. We still need to plan for your wife, Jack. We still need to make sure she has the income and her life is not disrupted if something should happen to you prematurely. So the life insurance has to be big enough to cover such an event. So we'd have to figure out how much is your pension? How many years do you think that you and your wife are going to live combined? And then we need to come up with a dollar amount in order to, if something happens to you prematurely, like I said, to make sure that life insurance is enough to give your wife a monthly income for the rest of her life. I'd be more than happy to sit down with you and show you how this could be a huge benefit for you and not only you, Jack, but your wife, more importantly, your your wife in this particular case. So give me a call. Come on in. There's lots of planning that can be done on this. And sometimes it makes sense with the life insurance. Sometimes it doesn't. And if it doesn't, we need to look at taking that spousal protection on there and adding your spouse on maybe 50%, 75 or 100, whatever your options are. So give me a call. 
All you have to do is pick up the phone and give Kevin a call at the number 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526 if you want the all-number version. That'll put you in touch. You can leave a quick voicemail. Just let us know that you're interested in talking about your financial plan or if you have a financial question on your mind, feel free to ask it. And the marvelous MJ, uh, really the uh, you know one who makes this whole machine work at Inside Folios, she is really the uh, important person here in the operation. Uh, she's going to be the one to give you the call back and set up that time to meet with Kevin to go over everything that's in your plan, talk about your goals, what's important to you when it comes to retirement, and then help build a plan around those things. Reviewing what you have, finding out some of the missing pieces, all of those little elements go into it. If you want to set up that time to meet for a complimentary review with Kevin Ray and the team, the number to call again is 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Well, Kevin, that's all the time that we have for on this week's show. I enjoy the conversation as usual. Good luck with your uh, last-minute final uh, Halloween preps over the next couple of days, and we'll talk next week. We will. Have a good Halloween. Actually, preparation for Halloween, but have a good prep, and then we'll talk to you next week. Hey, sounds great. We'll talk to you soon. That's Kevin Ray. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for joining us. We'll look forward to talking to you next time right back here next weekend on Simply Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.